episode 384. Thank you all for listening to episode 383, where in the world is Tila Tequila? <laughs> I am Mayonnaise, here with my co-host. Hopefully she's nowhere near us. We don't need any dirty diseases. That would be disease-free bear. Uh, last I heard, she was on a dinner date with old, uh, what's that dude, that Charlie dude, Charlie Kirk, is both looking for the clitoris. Oh, Char- Charlie Sheen. Oh, Charlie no. Kirk. Yeah, Charlie, no, Charlie Sheen knows where that's at. <laughs> yeah, Char- Charlie he Kelly. Found one he don't like yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was going with Charlie Kelly. Well, they might have those in Philly. I don't know. You might have to ask. She's <laughs> still alive. Who? Tila Tequila. <laughs> I don't know. She might be. We don't know where in the world she is. Washing sheets at the next clan meeting. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, so she's in Boston. Got yeah. it. Boston, Way. Thanks to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, the first sponsor of Overline Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. He will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Talladega. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve. Couldn't do the show without him. Much appreciated for all you do. And Connell Barrett, JadenTransformation.com. Yeah, man. DatingTransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell Barrett, but also make sure you get to Amazon.com and get the book. Dating sucks, but you don't. And of course, we can't forget Paps Genuine Beef Jerky. Hey, man, send a box. Like some Grippos. Grippos barbecue flavored. I don't even want the check. Do I need to get a Twitter, man, and, and figure out, find a Twitter handle and see if we can get some bags of Grippo? I don't even, I don't even want the check. Send us some samples. Right. Man. So um, today we're going to talk about what we think is the best pay-per-view in wrestling in history. Talk about a few of them. But uh, before we do that, Cody, can you give us a preview of some of the things that you want to do starting in May when we get the return of Bear in May? All right, listen, people. We just gonna start acting a fool. All right, we we gonna start, or at least maybe I will. I don't know. I ain't got nothing to lose, and nobody likes me anyway. So uh, I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm gonna start crossing the line, baby. We gonna start living up to our name, and we just gonna go over the line. All right, and and uh, we can't do that without you guys, our listeners, all seven of y'all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Four of Morales. So, yeah, that's right. So the one's other three, Jeremy. Yeah, one's Jeremy, <laughs> one's Sparty Steve. And then so uh some random person uh, in Australia. Uh who was the one that uh that we ended up that won the 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 tournament? Was it Vladimir that won oh, the yeah. uh, tournament? Yeah, I got, yeah. So I gotta yeah. I gotta send that guy some swag yet. Damn yeah, it. So Still haven't Vladimir, that yet? No. Dude, oh, I went man. out of town. I told you when I was going yeah, out of town. Yeah, you said Monday. Ah, I forgot. Well, send, send it tomorrow. Hey, send, send me the address again in the text because I'll remember. Yeah, see, Just okay. send it directly well, Vladimir, to me. Vladimir, you are our only listener out there, so we need you to step up, all right? Create some bots. Make Tony Khan mad. You know, 
Um, your boy Cody is going. Uh, I'm gonna sign up for Twitter, man. We are gonna figure out a way to, to interact with all twelve of y'all out there in uh, in the podcast world. And um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start talking about some other things. We're gonna we're gonna cross the line, so to speak. Um, I threw some stuff out to Gray um, to maybe we can interact with uh, the audience, like uh, stuff going on just within that week between episodes between us recording and then if y'all lucky i might start up a patreon and let y'all in through the forbidden door that way um don't forget to no. check out his only fans uh, uh no yeah, yeah check out my only fans that's that's right world's most infamous cody b cup <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know like well we we could uh you know, talk about some things like uh, just for just for instance, going on in in the world right now. Um, you know the ASAP Rocky Rihanna cheating scandal. Um, you know Albert Pujols serving his wife divorce papers as she's laying in a hospital bed after uh, brain surgery. You know, it, it just to be fun, man. Yeah, served her uh, served her papers. <laughs> She got served papers as she was recovering from brain surgery. You think it's because she tweeted out a joke about him being so bad stealing third that he's like, fuck this shit. Maybe. That might have been, hell, that might be why she needed the brain surgery. It knocked her upside the head. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Dub could have ran the third base faster than he did on a steal. <laughs> hell, just the way Pujol's been hitting, that's the first thing he made contact with in, in like two years. <laughs> 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 I had to watch it a couple of times because I didn't think it was real. <laughs> well, I didn't even know who it was until someone posted. I was like, oh, my God, that is Pujols. Ugh. It's like arms are not even, like, moving. It's just, I'm like, they're just, like, moving with his legs. <laughs> you look like Moe's from The Office. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, I don't, we'll, we'll try to interact. At least, uh, you know, for sure, uh, your boy Cody will. Just don't try nothing crazy because I will find you. I'm just letting y'all know that right now off the bat. You know, if I sign up for this Twitter and y'all want to get out of hand, get out of pocket, I'm uh, I'm kind of like Kyrie out here in these streets. I will find you and show up at your front door. Then throw you a double bird. That's it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's right. Two birds slathered in mayonnaise. <laughs> So, yeah, man. Uh, by the time Bear get back, um, I'll come up with a handle, and that's what it is, right? Twitter handle. You get a handle, mm -hmm. you get a name and a handle. So, I'll try to come up with something in a week, and uh, you know, we'll 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 see what you guys uh, what you guys think. Because I'm sure there's probably ten of y'all that might actually talk back to you know some of the stuff we say. For all we okay. know, right now it might be somebody that agrees with dub and, and and probably cooks with mayonnaise you know mayonnaise i put that shit on everything <laughs> ice cream pizza <laughs> so yeah man i don't know we're just gonna try to figure out some ways to to interact with what you know the 20 people that listen every week so that's that we're not related to you know we actually had uh had a decent amount, I think, last time. Um, I don't remember, like, our, of our recent shows. We've had some pretty de 
decent people listening. Got to be because of the switch up. And uh, maybe it was because of that fight between Cody and Bear. That was awesome. We got to have another Very possible. Hey, man, we got to have another one. Just well, I, was trying, I was trying to get Dub to, like, fight back about mayonnaise, but he didn't. He's too moral. <laughs> I just don't think you guys were understanding. Oh, we understand. I thought I was, like, you know, just dipping my fries in, in a big old bucket. Nah. <laughs> You're not like, uh, oh, man, what movie was that? Oh, I can't think of it now. Never mind. Damn. I swear there was a movie somebody was eating stuff out of. Uh, eat mayonnaise straight out of the jar. I want to say it was like Billy Madison, but I don't think it was Billy Madison. Well, anyway. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. North Dakota, state of the episode. The world's largest hamburger was eaten in Rutland, North Dakota in 1982, weighed 3,591 pounds, and was eaten by more than 8,000 people. Ew. Hamburger? Yep. And... uh, that's how gross. <clears throat> no, they didn't use uh, they didn't use mayonnaise. They used whipped cream, Brandon, instead of that. <laughs> you said you said by eight thousand people. Eight thousand people, yes, sir. Well, they just walk gross. up with a line and they got a spoon in their hand, just <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just forked it. Um, I say that's how y'all get. That's how y'all get down in North Dakota, huh? <laughs> Bet you they ain't say none for the Native Americans neither. Probably threw it away. Man. Threw it away and then let them find it. So the world's uh, in 2008, excuse me, Fargo, North Dakota hosted the largest pancake feed in the world. They served 34,818 pancakes. Pancakes. That is. Uh, twenty nine thousand of them. So, uh, Parrot just drove by uh, the Memphis Grizzlies home arena. He just sent me a picture. I said, "Why'd you go to Memphis?" And he said, uh, "Robbie in the lobby wanted Gus's chicken." So, that's why Gus's chicken. The North Dakota Capitol building, nineteen story state Capitol building in Bismarck, one of only four tower style capitals. In the U.S., an observation floor at the top provides a panoramic view of Bismarck Mandan and the Missouri River Valley. I figured they only just had four buildings in their whole state. That seems like that's about right, too. I've been in one of those buildings. You've been to North Dakota? Yeah. Oh, yeah. On purpose? Good for yeah. You. yeah, I had to work some shows up there. Dude, I was in all – I was in – the uh, I've, I only haven't been to Alaska and Hawaii. I've been to the other 48 states, and I had done that by the time I was 24. So, but uh, North Dakota, I was there again, what I think last no, uh, right before COVID, I think two years ago, 2019 or three years ago at this point. So, big but less populated. It's the third least populous state in the country, but it's the 19th largest state in area. The state of Rhode Island could fit inside North Dakota 46 times. Nice. Uh, North Dakota was granted statehood in 1889, actually admitted the same day as South Dakota. They wanted to be the first to be admitted. So to be fair, Benjamin Harrison shuffled the statehood papers and signed them without knowing which state was first. North Dakota is alphabetically before South Dakota. Its statehood was published first. 
President Teddy Roosevelt spent a great deal of time in North Dakota, home of his national park. He first came to the area to hunt bison, but immediately fell in love with the land, scenic beauty, and natural wildlife. And the nickname is the Rough Rider State, pays homage to Roosevelt as it refers to the first U.S. volunteer cavalry that he organized to fight the Spanish-American War. Teddy bears get their name from President Roosevelt, as we've covered before. They're the state's leading producer. Uh, North Dakota is the state's leading producer of sunflowers and honey. North Dakota farmers produce enough wheat each year to make 12.6 billion loaves of bread, enough beef to make 113 million hamburgers each year, and produce enough soybeans to make 483 billion crayons on an annual basis. And their farmland in North Dakota would cover over 12 million city blocks. Nice. Uh, the Potato Bowl, state's most popular events. It set, the event set a new world record when it served 5,220 pounds of French fries. How many Sounds pounds good. of that do you think your boy ate while he was there? About 3,000. Um, all, all of it? <laughs> The state broke back for a second trip in 2007. The state broke the Guinness world record for the most snow angels made simultaneously in one place. 3,784 was destroyed by 8,962. The world's largest Buffalo monument is located in frontier village in Jamestown. The beast is 26 feet high, 46 feet long and weighs 60 tons. Come on. 60 tons. That is that before or after you got off? Oh, God. Hmm. So that's 120,000 pounds. It's crazy. Largest metal sculpture in is a retired school teacher, Gary Greff, erected geese in flight to break up the monotony of the highway. It is 156 feet long, 100 feet tall, and weighs 75 tons. Man. The inventor of the camera was a North was from North Dakota. Uh, David Henderson invented the camera in 1887 and named it by scrambling the first four letters of Dakota and adding K to make it Kodak. Never knew that. that. Man, this has been the most fun state so far. Man, I didn't say North North Dakota go hard, man. That's all they got. (laughs) Strange laws in in, uh, North Dakota. It's illegal to go dancing in Fargo with a hat on. It's even illegal to wear a hat at a party where other people are dancing. It's she also illegal in North Dakota. Even, I was going to say, most places, they don't let you in the club with a hat on. And the last uh, crazy law here, it's illegal in North Dakota to take a nap with your shoes on. You know what, man? They make a lot of sense in North Dakota. Well, I mean, I think that should be illegal anyways. You know, it's right. A public place. You yeah. should be napping at home with your shoes on. You know what we're going to call this? North Dakota. So <laughs> that's his that's his new state and the name of this yeah, episode. Man, shout out to North Dakota. Still won't go there, but shout out. Right. I don't know. I, saw, much hey, to I do. saw the movie Fargo. I know what goes on up there. I don't trust it. Right, exactly. Especially in the wintertime. Don't trust it. Further than I can throw it. Yeah, we got North Dakota. So uh Bear, I'll let you lead off this one, man. Give us a pay-per-view. That uh, is, you think, the best. All right. My favorite, I think also the best, 
has to be a quote unquote WWE. It would be from the year of 2005. And it would be in June of that year at the Hammerstein Ballroom. ECW, one night stand. The first one, the original. That was when they threw the shirt back, right? Through seeing the yeah. shirt back? Yeah. You had one. I mean, if you go back and watch that, that is the most rowdy, and I mean rowdy crowd I think I have ever seen at a pay-per-view. Maybe it's, I mean, it's up there. It's up there. Like, you can go with WrestleMania 18 and Rock and Hogan as one match, but that was it. The crowd in this pay-per-view was nuts from the start. From the get go, they had seven matches on the card. They had W, you know, they had the anti ECW Crusaders led by Eric Bischoff and led by um, who was it? It might have just been Bischoff. Um, I can't remember who was a SmackDown one who led that, but Edge was in there. You had Coach, you had all these guys. I mean, it was awesome because they all played to it. They just, the crowd absolutely just destroyed them. I mean, so much heat. It was amazing. But the matches, too, were fantastic. I mean, you had Storm and Jericho to lead off the pay-per-view, which, by the way, was supposed to be Lance Storm and Chris Candido, but Candido died, I think, a couple months before that or before um, this pay-per-view, mm-hmm. which, was a, which was a really good match. You had Super Crazy um, over Little Guido and Tajiri, fantastic, in a, uh, in a three-way dance. Rey Mysterio and Psychosis, fantastic. Sabu and Rhino, awesome. Benoit and Guerrero, probably the second best match on that card because Mike Awesome and Masudo Tanaka was the best match on that card. No doubt, hands down, probably one of the craziest matches I've ever seen. Um, unfortunately, Mike Awesome passed away a couple of years after this, but uh, he probably could have passed away in this match from some of the crazy shit that happened. And then you had the Dudley Boys versus Sandman. You had Sandman's great entrance coming out. Um, and then obviously at the end of that, you have Stone Cold coming out as the anti ECW Crusaders and that get all get into the ring together and start beating the shit out of each other. And then you got Stone Cold in at the end. Um, I mean, just, I think absolutely amazing. One of my favorites, a good one. If you've never seen it, just go watch it. Everyone here has seen it, but if you've not seen it, Go watch it immediately. It is a it is a fantastic. It's the probably the best uh, two and a half hours you're ever going to spend. No doubt in my mind. For me, the best number one. It had it all. It had the crowd. It had uh, you know the storyline, and it had the matches. I think it absolutely makes this the best pay per view in wrestling history. And I mean, it brought back that people never thought was going to come back, which was pretty cool too. All right. Dub. Um I like that one. 2005 EC. Yeah, one night stand. 2006 was uh the, the Cena and RVD. Yeah, Cena ones were right, yeah. Yeah, which also that crowd was fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, RVD wins and then of course, you know, we all know what happens 2 weeks later he gets released, so no, he was um, smoking pot with Sabu. Yep. Um, speaking down a highway at two o'clock at night. 
the fuck you seen a chance amazing in that pay-per-view by the way yeah 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 that was a good one too um i'm gonna go with uh an obvious one um wrestlemania 17 uh there's there's so many out there though i mean there's there's so many awesome ones the uh, the attitude era um you know uh the ruthless aggression era, you can say, um, you know, even to recently, but, you know, WrestleMania 17, obviously, I'm not going to run through the whole card, but um, you had the, the hardcore match with Kane, Raven, and Big Show. Uh, I love... <laughs> Where he gets hit with the golf cart. <laughs> I, I, love, I love when they do stuff backstage. I know a lot of people, I know some people don't, um, our good old pal Bruce, I know he doesn't, but uh, I love when they do stuff backstage. I just watched this pay per view about two weeks ago. Um, that was a, that was an awesome match uh, to start it off. Jericho and Regal, that was a great match to start off for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, you guys know how I feel about that title today. It's sad what it what it is today, but I digress. Um, well, uh, by the way, before you go into that, you saw Finn Balor already lost the U.S. title, right? Yeah, Austin Theory, right? Yep. Well, Theory, he's not Austin anymore. He's just Theory. Yeah, he's just Theory. Um, I won't watch Raw again until next Co- week. Cody, what would you say? You're on mute. I say, yeah, Theory is new name now. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you had Angle uh, uh, and Benoit. Another great match. Um, China's last uh, championship, last match, I think, actually. Hey, you can't, you can't forget, uh, wasn't Taz and APA on that one, a beat right to censor? Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, that was probably the worst. It was so quick, yeah, but it was just funny as shit. Well, yeah. JBL had a good, he had a good promo before the match, yep. talking about everything that happened in the Astrodome and all the stuff he saw. Yep. First time we saw a Taker and Triple H. That was a great match. Yep, that was a good match. You had uh, Shane versus McMahon or versus Vince. That was a good story. I liked I liked uh, the whole thing with Linda. The one where Linda got up and kicked yeah. him in the nuts. Yeah. yeah, and then of course you had the first TLC match. Yep, and then yeah, obviously the TLC match. Um, you know, Edge, you know, hanging on and. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Jeff Hardy hanging on and Edge hitting the spear on him and then just his reaction afterwards. I mean, the uh, best match was the gimmick battle royal. <laughs> of, course, of, course, of course. Which, by the way, too, if you go back, when you rewatch that, um, I think that's when Heenan said that, oh, Sheik will be down to the ring by WrestleMania 38 or whatever. <laughs> that was what we just had, which was yeah. great. Yeah. I, Sheiky, I, baby. I, I watched that. Yeah, I watched that later and I was like, shit, that would have been perfect. Should have should have put that on Twitter. Oh, finally made yep. it to the ring. It's Russell. They should, they should have had him walk into the ring. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, would have been like, holy shit, he made it. <laughs> if he just showed up for like the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, if they would have had it on Mania. Yep. And then obviously, uh, obviously the last match, uh, Stone Cold turning heel. Beat I just, the Rock. Um, we talked about that, the, the video package for it, I think, two weeks ago, last week or two weeks ago. My favorite. Um, again, not a popular choice of him turning heel, but uh, 
he did looking back he he regrets it but it is what it is um but yeah that's mine uh obvious one but uh to me it's a it's it's one of the best yeah that's that's why i couldn't i i, I love it that would be in my top five probably but the whole austin turning heel at the end of it i just wasn't a fan of yep. just didn't like it all right cody you got something from like new japan Nah, man. Um, honestly, nah. I don't really have anything from New Japan. I, it, it, it'd be a recency bias, if anything. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I can't remember Wrestle Kingdom, but um, the first Okada Kenny Omega match. But I mean, that card as a whole wasn't necessarily all that great. Um. Uh, but for me. For me, man, I I'm torn, man. I got like a top three, or like a it's, it's I got like a top five, honestly. Um, I mean like King of the Ring '93, um, WrestleMania eight, but it's only for like certain matches though, you know, nah. from each card. Nah, nah. You, can do it. Nah. you can do it. You best got to be best overall. That's that's what we're doing. Uh, top to bottom. Uh, see, but that's the thing. I'd be lying if it was top to bottom. Well, every pay-per-view has but, weak matches, except for maybe, you know, ECW 2005. Uh, well, if that's the case, man, give me SummerSlam 97. Mm. Okay. I can dig and, that. Uh, that's like one of my favorite pay-per-views. Like I could fire that bad boy up right now and just sit and watch it. No skips, no phone, just just sit and watch it. Just be all, you know, just all in it. That was Brett, Brett and Taker, right? Mike yeah, Taker, ref. yep, yep. Yeah, when Michael's Shawn Michaels Taker, as the ref. Oh, my God, that yep. was, that was, and, and I mean, top storyline, too. Not yeah. even match, just top storyline. Like, I mean, is that when the, the neck was broken? Yeah, that was when Austin got his neck broke. Yep. Um, but, I mean, they were at the height, like, like Sean and Brett were at the height of their feud and backstage and on screen. Um, Freaking Taker got caught in the crossfire of it. Uh, you got, you got Mankind. Hmm? Michael's takes the loogie, too. Don't forget about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's how you knew. Like, and that's when, because I'm, I've never been one big on like reading all the dirt sheets and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm. I just because you yeah, know, know. I want to be. Surprised. We know because you're a writer of, for a Wrestling Observer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on payroll, but like Meltzer on speed dial. Yeah, and and back then, man, '97. That's like early internet. So really, if you had, you know, you had to have AOL, and if you didn't have that, man, you really weren't on the internet all like that. So. You could see like uh, everything with Sean and Brett, and you could tell that, you know, yeah, I know, you know, like that one. You could tell, like, hey, there's something real here, you know, from the things they would say to each other to to that loogie that Sean put on Brett, like, oh my god, or uh, Brett put on Sean rather, like that. That was that was a, a whole real loogie. Like I can, like you could tell they probably told him, "Hey, man, don't hit him in the face." You know, try to aim for his shoulder 
And you could tell Brett was aiming for his earlobe and was hoping he didn't miss. Um, but then you had you had uh, Mankind and Triple H opening the card with that steel cage match, um, which gave birth to Do Love. Uh, and that that sick that sick headshot he took to the head from China and she slammed that door. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Like he should be, dude. He should be a vegetable just off of that. Um, like the 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 that cage match and the elbow drop off the top of the cage. You know, Triple H was starting to get a little traction and gain his footing. Uh, you had the Gold Dust Brian Pillman match that was on that card just before he died. I want to say this was his uh, this was his last, like, last yeah, this was his last pay per view. Yeah, because the next one was the first in your house, I think, wasn't it? or not the first, um, but it was in your house. The one uh, it was the first Hell in a Cell. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, a month before he died, a month and a half. Yep. And then uh, you seen Marlena come out with the little golf girl tight get up. Which, you know, hey, she pulled that off. I think that was her in a past life, to be honest. Um, and, uh, I mean, you had, uh, I mean, for it to be, it wasn't necessarily the greatest of matches, but yet there was something behind that match with uh, LOD and the Godwins because LOD had botched um, the Doomsday device and broke Henry Godwin's neck. So, you know, he was still a little heated about that. So, they, so you know, you could see them throwing potatoes at each other, you know, just, just beating the hell out of each other, man. Um, You know, you had Ken Shamrock on that card, which, man, if he wouldn't have been trying to go back and forth in the UFC, I think he probably would have got more than just uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Um, And and then you get, you get Austin and Owen Hart which was one of Owen's last few matches before he died. Um, this was all before, um, you know, things came to a head at Survivor Series. This was the last big major pay-per-view, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of stuff got set up. You know, if it wasn't for this pay-per-view here and how things played out, man, we get no Kane. We get no Hell in the Cell match. Um, you know, we get... Uh, Hell, we get no no stunner on Vince McMahon in the garden because Austin's neck's not broken. I mean, who knows where Austin's career goes if he didn't get his neck broken? Yeah. In this pay-per-view. So I mean, it's like every storyline just perfectly meshed. I think uh-huh. I mean, just because yeah, it pushed Undertaker to Kane. It pushed HBK and or sorry, HBK and Bret Hart to Montreal. It pushed Vince and Stone Cold. I mean, it's right. insane. Yeah. It's insane. And just like, to think, all think the about things, that shit. Right. Of all the things that came just from that night. The summer of 97 might have been the best in wrestling, maybe ever. Yeah. I'm talking WCW and WWF. Right. Yeah. Just in general. Like, that's probably one of the best summers ever. Because you forget, too, a month before that was Canadian Stampede, which could be in a top all-time pay-per-view as well with just crowd heat also. Right. 
that pay-per-view. Go back and watch that one if you haven't seen it. That's an in-your-house Canadian stampede. A hot Canadian crowd hating all of the pretty much babyface Americans, which is, that was like, that was the best. I mean, yeah, they do a pay-per-view in Canada and every American would get booed and Bret Hart and his whole squad would get cheered. And every everything in America, they just get absolutely lambasted. Even if you were a heel, American heel, you'd get cheered. If you were facing a Canadian, I mean, yeah, and easily. Was my, easily. And, and Brett was my guy, man. He still is, man. Like I'm taking Brett over Sean any day, all day, any day, twice on Sunday. And just him turning heel. Oh my gosh, man. Yep. So like, that's some of his best work ever. So one of mine, and I'm, you know, there, there's some that I really like in the last, you know, basically eight to 10 years. Um, I remember watching Money in the Bank 2011, but specifically, we're not going to single things, but like CM Punk, when he beat Cena, took the title and we didn't know what was going to happen. And then WrestleMania 30 was just great because we were there, of course. But um, I think back and this is me as a kid. In, in hindsight, it wouldn't be my favorite. But as a kid, there was a week. There was a specific week that there were two events that I was like, as a kid, you know, I was, it was 96, I was 10 years old, nine years old. And it was like the greatest week of ever. You had WrestleMania 12, which is when Brett and Sean fought in the Ironman match. You of course had gold dust and Roddy Piper in the Hollywood back brawl. And that was on March 31st, the week before, which when you look at it now, you know, you're like, wow. But I remember as a kid being like a Hogan fan and, all that as well just what was going on and, and cody you might remember this as a kid it was all right now in hindsight you're like oh my god but uh the remember the the doomsday cage match that whole pay-per-view so you look back you remember yeah, though man. as a kid it was awesome you know but now you look at it like <laughs> shit was crazy and just weird that's when you had hogan it was the main event Hogan and Macho Man beat Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Mang, Barbarian, Lex Luger, Taskmaster, Z Gangsta, and The Ultimate Solution. Uh, with just all of those people in this match, this Doomsday Cage match. Was, was that when they had the alliance to end Hulkamania? Yep, that's what that was. Yep. Um, and on that card, things I forgot about, Sting and Booker T beat the Road Warriors in a Chicago street fight, 30-minute match. I do remember that. Uh, giant squash Loch Ness, the booty man beat DDP, uh, Colonel Robert Parker beat, uh, Medusa Belfast bruiser beat Steven Regal Conan beat Eddie now Guerrero that match right there. Which one Belfast that, uh, bruiser, Belfast Steven Regal, Steve Regal. Yeah, yeah. That was a 17 minute match, but that, yeah, that match, was Fit Finley. Look that match up. Just look up. I can't remember if it was that match. It was that or one. Their match at Uncensored, I think. This is Uncensored, 96. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. They, and they beat they, the they hell, beat out, the of hell out of each other. And, like, those are two, and those are two badass dudes who you would yeah. not want to get into a real fight with. No. And you would not want to fight Fit Finley, and you would not want to fight William Regal. <laughs> I right. would take – I'm about to say, there's not many people who you would take over that. I mean, you'd get like Ming maybe – Maybe Lesnar, I mean, kind of, but, yeah, there's not many people you'd want to fight over them, boys. But in this, you had five matches over 16 minutes in this card. And the other one, the opening match was Conan and, and Eddie Guerrero. 
for the cruiserweight cha- or the United States championship. Sorry. Um, and then ones that were not on there. So they weren't broadcast on pay-per-view. They were on main event. Uh, like Jim Duggan, big Bubba Rogers, no big deal. Dick Slater and Alex, Wright, But uh, Steiner brothers, and nasty boys. It was one of their quick ones. They had some good feuds back in the day, but that one was no contest. But yeah, look the hell out of each other. Too. Oh yeah. And, but just looking at that week and remembering as a kid like that, I remember just like, you, you know, you didn't want Hulkamania to end, you know, nine years old. Cody didn't care. Yourself. He was hoping Hogan was done. Yeah, speak but, for yourself. yeah, I know you were 27 then, but uh, I was only nine. So give me a break. The, <laughs> but yeah, just remember seeing that, you know, the Alliance and Hulkamania and all that going on, Sting and Booker and uh, Belfast Bruiser and, or, which is Fit Finley and Lord Steven Regal. That was some wild shit. And Conan and Eddie Guerrero. And then the following week, you get uh, Bulldog, Owen, and Vader beat Ahmed Johnson, Jake Roberts, and Yokozuna. Um, and then six, it was a six-man tag match. If Yokozuna's team won, he would get five minutes with Jim Cornette, but they obviously didn't win. Uh, Roddy the Piper and Goldust when he hit him with the car. Yeah. <laughs> that was some wild that, shit. Back to, back to Yokozuna really fast. Just, yeah, go ahead. Just quick sidebar. Um, I know that you, most of you or all of you have listened to Bruce's podcast about Yokozuna eating the uh, chicken, deep fried chicken legs and dipping it in mayonnaise. Just FYI there. <laughs> that was it. That's all I had. Go on. Uh, Stone, Stone Cold, that's when he wasn't quite big yet, but he, uh, he had the million dollar title then because he was with uh, Mr. Dibidoski Sr. He still, he still had hair then too. And uh, fought Savio Vega. Warrior, remember that? That was a squash match. Warrior beat Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yep. yep. That was because the, of the, that was because of the uh, curtain call. Yep. Triple H got the brunt of it. He got buried. And then uh, Taker and Diesel. And then Shawn Michaels and uh, Bret Hart. And the, they had the overtime of the 60-minute Iron Man match. So overrated. Yeah. I don't know about overrated. Like, Makes me fall asleep every time. That was a real wrestling match. That was a real wrestling match, but it's not. Bret Hart doesn't have high spots. Doesn't have any right. of that. That's what I'm saying. That's the Bret Hart special, right there. But it, as a nine year old, that was I was like trying to stay up, like bored out of my mind until the sweet chin music was hit, and then that shit ended. Man, I was so mad that night. And that phones was, back then. He had to read the back of a uh, Febreze label. Was Febreze <laughs> even a thing then? <laughs> no, not no, not then. That was dope. That was a fun night at WrestleMania 12, man. I remember going uh going to my buddy's house and watching that. Yeah, you probably drove there. Yeah, he did. He was 27, <laughs> man. <laughs> they had a couple beers. I was still shitting my pants. A couple PBRs. Yeah, a couple man. PBRs. PBRs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that that would probably be that was just a good week of wrestling as a nine-year-old kid. Being a Hulk Hogan fan. And then, of course, four months later, biggest thing in wrestling, one of the biggest events, the turn. Bash at the beach. Also Cody. a good pay-per-view. Not only besides that, like they had good matches on that, too. Underrated. Cody, Cody I know you, you've always pretty much hated Hogan. When he tur- Were you watching live when he turned? Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> Like the funny he had a thing, full-time job. Of course he was. Yeah, man. I had to call off from work the next day. He had to, he had to shave. <laughs> I called off from work the next morning. I he was, was so watching mad. it while he changed his oil. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, that was that summer I was working on carburetors and smoking Newports. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> God damn, Cody. <laughs> but no, man, I was legit mad because I'm thinking like, all right, cool, man. Who the hell are they going to get for this? Like, who, you know, you because you didn't think like, you know, what group this going to be? And... You know, the, you knew Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were there. I'm like, all right, man, he's going to be some badass dude. And then Hogan came out. I'm like, oh, hell. Here we go already. They ain't going to get a chance to do nothing. They just going to tear him down already. And then he joined up with them. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, I, I had to give it a chance. And, and then he turned into Hollywood Hogan, and then he was tolerable. As Hollywood Hogan, because you knew that, that was the that was you knew that was the only way he was ever going to lose a match because he was a heel. So, and then we got Crow Sting. We got so much out of that. Yeah, yeah. Stand up in the rafters. <laughs> I'm up in the rafters with my bat. Yep. And yeah, still doing man. that shit. But back then, that was awesome. Didn't have to say a damn word. And it was crazy. Bobby Heenan was right all along about Hulk Hogan. Nobody wanted to listen to him. Whose side is he on? Kept telling y'all for years at WWF, Hogan is not the dude you think he is. Hogan is a heel. Nobody. Yeah, man, between him and Jesse the Body, always talking about Hogan was always doing heel shit, which he was. You know, when you actually looked down and, you know, looked at what he was doing, like, he was always doing some heel shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Brett loses to Yoko. He comes out, wins the title. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, oh. And then with Bret Hart being my dude, that made me even matter. But then King of the Ring came back, came through. That very first King of the Ring. And Yoko Banzai dropped his ass twice after that match. They carried him out on the stretcher. Woo! <laughs> that was a good night, boy. <laughs> that was a good night for uh, the Samoans. Yeah, got the Japanese dude talking about Samoa. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> no, and we we got to see Taker talk about Yoko. How I miss Yoko. He was one of the boys out on the road. The BS, he's in the BSK. Yeah, man. So, no, that's that's uh, that's some good shit. That's all I got. You got you boys got anything else? I mean, there's a bunch. It's just it's yeah, just it's good to see. Bunch, yeah, I was say, it's good to see. Maybe maybe if uh, the seven people that listen will um, you know hit us up and give us theirs. You know. Yeah, man. Matter of fact. Oh, go ahead, Bear. My bad. My I, bad. I was about to say they need to get us on Twitter, Facebook. It don't matter. What were your favorite? Show us something. Let us. I mean, if we haven't seen it, we we want to. So well, we still need to watch that uh, that one that that guy sent us at Albert Hall. We still have not done Royal. that. Yeah, we still have not done that. Oh, you probably one stopped yet. listening because we didn't do it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I know we're supposed to do it in October. It's uh, March, April. Shit. Look here, man. We had a lot of stuff to get through. All right, we had to do an NBA preview. We had to do an MLB preview. <laughs> yeah. you know. NASCAR preview. Yeah, man. We had a lot of stuff. We had a bracket. We had the NFL. Yeah, we apologize. There was a lot going on on we the bracket have, at that time. Man. We had to docket. have we had to have Family Feud or not Family Feud. What do we do? Price is Right. Yeah, that's right. Jeopardy, Jeopardy in there. We're probably oh, yeah. doing another one of those coming up. No, we just did it. Did it uh, three, four weeks ago. When do we do it? Every couple weeks? No, every 25th episode. But okay. 400, 400, we won't be doing it because it's something else. Two different well, Americas. See, there we go. We're going to miss it. 
We're going to miss it. So we'll defend again at uh, 425. I mean, I would have put in some trivia questions if uh, I would have known that our trivia master was going to be slacking off this week. Yeah, yeah man. Jeremy's, Jeremy's probably working. Yeah, he had it at it. He had uh, oh, can't try to think of a name for it. He had uh, he had all the uh, old chunky dunks right now, <laughs> just fish, finishing up the uh, late lunch buffet, with oh. a stack full of ones. Oh, well, I'll, I'll I'll give uh, I'll give some points here. I'll I'll do some trivia questions. So put it in your chat box here. I'm just gonna do uh, three. This will this will oh, be no points. This will be for fun. All right. No points. The points don't matter. Whose line is it? Anyway? That's what we need to do. How about this? That's what we need to do. I think upcoming, not next week, because I'm not going to be here. I think upcoming, we all need to get a trivia question for the week. So we'll have four trivia questions. We can only get points for three of us, because obviously we're going to know the answer for the other ones. And Jeremy can put in two. But if he doesn't, or he's busy, like he is this week, because we're all busy, we got to work, understandably so. I'm just giving Jeremy shit. I know he's a busy man. I say we all come up with a trivia question each week. I like it. So that gives us three chances to get points, and the person who says it doesn't. Starting in two weeks when I'm back <laughs> from Mexico, if I come back, if the cartel doesn't get me. I say right. if they let you back at nine, nah, they'll let you back in. You'd be all right. All right. Well, here's one. You can put it in your chat box. Closest, this will be uh, no points. This will be the closest gets the fake points. Let's do it. All right. What's the diameter of a basketball hoop in inches? Get the okay. chat box open. We should ban math questions. Hmm. Uh, I'm to I should know. I should know this. I don't know diameter, so. I haven't done that since I was uh, like fourteen. I think. All right. I got mine though. The rest of you ready? Yeah. Sounds like it. Huh. Toronto got two right. I'm ready. All right. Three, uh, two, uh, one, and go. 16, 12, <laughs> 12 inches, a.k.a. Johnny Sins. The sad thing is that. And uh, 13. So Dub That's is not the, my answer. Read my answer. Don't be. Don't try to. <laughs> nope. Nope. Don't shortchange me, fella. The diameter of Dick's pinky thirteen. Sixteen for Dub. Thank you, Dub, for being the moral compass here. Uh, Eighteen is the correct answer. <laughs> oh, sorry, John Holmes. My bad. <laughs> Uh, I'm bad. Uh, oh, shoot. I got a golf one that uh, probably only bear one, though. What's that? All right. Shoot. Uh, who won the uh, 
who won the 1986 PGA Championship at Inverness by beating Greg Norman. Are we putting it in the chat box, or are we just saying it? Or is it just for me? Chat box. Got rained out on Sunday, so they had to play it on Monday. Had to finish up on Monday off of Door Street. 86. Put mine in. I have no idea. It's just a wild guess. I remember 93, but I don't remember 86. I'm taking a guess. Was it 93? The bunker hole out? I think that was 93. I don't I can't remember. All right. Anyways, I'm in. I'm also in. I don't think Cody's going to have a guess. So I'm guessing. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Three, two, yep. one, go. No, Bob Toy chipped it in. Yes, on the bump. That, that was eighty-six. Yep, it was the day I was born. That's why I asked it. My dad was supposed to go, but obviously he didn't because Man, you ruin everything. You, you ruin, ruin right. everything. No wonder they was slabbing all your damn grilled cheese sandwiches. And man, they <laughs> missed out on that shit. <laughs> yeah, my dad had tickets to go. No, yeah. Yeah, he had tickets to go because they had to make it up on Monday, and I was born on that on that Monday. Bob Twait chipped it in on the. That was eighty six. I thought that was ninety three. Shit. Ninety three was the Ryder Cup at Inverness, I believe. You ruined it! Damn it! You ruined it! <laughs> <laughs> and that's only because I just watched uh, the shark. Like I said documentary yesterday or today all right here's Azing, uh azinger won in night it was it was a 93 pga championship paul azinger won i get those i got it mixed up all right um mine will be i who he beat, uh, yeah he beat he beat greg norman in a playoff in 93 who azinger yeah Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Norman lost twice close at Inverness. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. The PGA Championship was back at Inverness in 83. That's right. Yeah. My dad got a cup there, and I – yeah, that's right. Dang, that man had tickets to – Go see that. And all he came out with was you. <laughs> so, all right. Here, here's a fun one. Which WWE Hall of Famer has the lengthiest women's championship reign? And a bonus to it, how many days? Yep. Which WWE Hall of Famer has the lengthiest women's championship reign? And a bonus, how many days? I'm in. (laughs) 
Where's Bill was at? Let me know when you're ready. Ready. Ready, Cody? Yep. All right, three, two, one, and go. All right, Moolah, 690 days. Nikki Bella, 332. William H., Alundra Blaze, 9,500 days. Um, So, yeah, right. So, (laughs) Fabulous Moolah is correct. But Cody is closer on the days. 10,170 days. Ooh. Oh, I was thinking Divas Championship. Never mind. I said women's championship. Yeah, I know. I know. I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> of the great listener. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, I'm going to bid 18,000. <laughs> <laughs> and a jar of helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dub. So she had that title for almost 28 years. That's because she was pimping out all her opponents. That is true. (laughs) How long did uh, Bruno have it then? Wasn't he like 8,000? Yeah. Like seven years or some shit. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, this was good. Thanks for listening. Never mind. Uh, I set this Twitter thing up, man. Just set the damn thing up. I got to well, pee. We'll set this after the show. Thanks to yeah, Wes Anderson. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, and Paps, Genuine Beef Jerky. Finish the bag. Good stuff. Gripless barbecue flavored. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Adios, muchachos. Hey, that's Paps' new slogan, man. You grippos the bag and finish it all. That's got to be Kane. <laughs>